Welcome to Money Tips by Charles Kelly, author of Yes, Money Can Buy You Happiness. Charles spent over 25 years in financial services, working for banks, insurance companies, and as a qualified independent financial advisor running his practice before setting up his speaking, consultancy, and property business. Money Tips will help you save, make, and accumulate more money. Whether you are a business owner, entrepreneur, employee, or still searching for your vocation. Good afternoon, this is Charles Kelly. Hope you're having a good day. Uh, so goodbye today to Dame Vera Lynn, who died today, age of 103. Recently had a, a number one hit, I think, with Catherine Jenkins recently, uh, and, and she she died today, but she, she lived a, a very long and, and great life. Uh, so today I want to ask you a question. What would you do with a million pounds? If you had a million pounds right now, what, what would you do with it? Um, what would you do with a billion? Now, you don't have to answer me. Just think about it. what What would you do with, with a million or a billion? Uh, and so say you had that money, you just won it in the lottery, a million pounds. What would you do with that money? Maybe buy a house, uh, um, maybe buy some new, new things, cars, or maybe retire. Uh, but if you had a billion then you could do a lot more with a billion, right? You could, you're then into like yachts and houses around the world and a house in Monaco and a house here and a house there on the beach in, in central London. You know, you, you could then, you'd be, you could be buying 20 million houses, pound houses and uh, give away loads of money and, and you'd still never run out of money. So a billion is a lot of money. A billion is like a million times a thousand. That's a thousand million pounds is a billion in, in the UK anyway, a thousand million. That's a, that's a heck of a lot of money. Now today, imagine that a billion, there's, a lot, there's not many billionaires in the world. I, I think it's probably less than a thousand billionaires, but there's millions of millionaires. So a billion is a hell of a lot of money. But we hear these figures thrown around by governments. And in fact, today it was announced that the Bank of England are going to pump an extra 100 billion into the UK economy to help fight this coronavirus lockdown recession. A hundred billion. I mean, that's more than they're talking about spending on building the HS2 rail link between London and Birmingham. You know, that's that could run uh, the, the country for uh, a, a lot of, uh, a, a long long time, a hundred billion. In fact, Ian here says on, on the Facebook Live, hi Charles, can you give them my account number? Well, yeah, I'd, I'd like to give my account number. <laughs> so. But, you know, this money that gets pumped, in, they say this money gets pumped into the economy. It's called quantitative easing. I think, where does it go? I mean, do you see it? Does anyone say, here's a million, uh, Ian, or, you know, here's, here's a couple hundred thousand for you out of that hundred billion? No, but I'll explain where it goes. So what happened today? The Bank's Monetary Policy Committee voted to pump 100 billion into the system and this is comes after we've had very bad news on the economy here uh in april the economy in the uk suffered a 20 percent fall the highest fall in on record in the uk so the bank of it has got to do something they also have voted to keep interest rates at a record low of uh, 0.1%. It's almost zero, isn't it? 0.1%. You know, I had a mortgage once paying 16%. In fact, I've still got a mortgage now. They're still charging me, you know, 3%, which is, you know, 100 times what, what the base rate is. It's, it's unbelievable. Um, and and so base, but, but interest rates will stay low because they want to stimulate the economy. We also saw that in between March and May, 600,000 people came off the payroll, lost their, their jobs in the UK. We've got one... Th- uh, a quarter of the workforce actually on furlough now and it, it's costing a lot of money 
But the Bank of England say that things might be picking up. Um, the sales figures for, for the last month since shops have been going again look look good. Um, so, you know, it's looking that, that there might be recovery. So, so why this quantitative easing? Well, what it is, it's monetary stimulus, they might call it. But quantitative easing is basically printing money. It's creating money out of thin air, which only the central banks or governments can do. I wish I had a printing press, but it's not allowed. But it's it's literally like you think of money as money in your pocket. You've gone out and worked for it. You've earned it. And someone pays you this amount of money, not in cash anymore. But, you know, money, you think of money's hard. You know, money's hard. It's always hard work to get hold of money. But the Bank of England just can create 100 billion just like that. And that's what quantitative is. It's a posh word for printing money. Now, they've also they've done this before, but th this this will increase the, the bank's spending now to 745 billion, nearly three quarters of a trillion uh, has gone on, on saving the economy from this this virus situation, this lockdown. So it's, it's, a, it's a lot of money. It's more than any time we've spent in, in life in, 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 in ever. Now, quantitative easing was used during the 2009 financial crisis, but then they spent 200 billion. Now it's already up to 750 billion and we haven't even got, um, uh, you know, through this, this uh, uh, crisis yet. So it's, it's a lot of money. Um, and critics argue though that, in the last financial crisis, this this quantitative easing that was used to stimulate the banks never came back out to the people. You know, money didn't come flowing through, and and we know that. In fact, mortgages became tighter. You couldn't get a mortgage in two thousand nine, two thousand ten. It was very difficult to get a mortgage, and you know, and that's also happening now. That the banks I, I announced yesterday, the nationwide are cutting back on their lending criteria. They're making it more difficult. You have to put a bigger deposit in. Other lenders are doing the same. And, and we're not even in a banking crisis. The banks are not failing at the moment. It's this is this is led by a lockdown and, and the coronavirus. So I, I I don't know why the banks are holding that. Well, I think I do know why the banks are not lending that as they did last time. It was because they're nervous about the economy. They're nervous that things might go down further. So the the, the mortgage lenders are saying, "Oh, hold on a second. Let's pull in the reins. Whoa, horses. Hold hold your horses." Because they're nervous that if they lend you a 90 or 95% mortgage, the property value might go down below the 90% and then you're into negative equity. And I remember a time when there was negative equity equity in the, in the 80s, late 80s, early 90s. And building society managers used to tell me that every week or so they'd get people putting in their keys. Every weekend on a Monday morning, they'd find keys in, in an envelope on the on the doormat of the of the branch and people said like you can have the house back because that the mortgage was worth more than the house and there was no way these people could pay off the arrears or out of work so they just walked away and gave the property back and that that's called negative equity so they're worried that this could come in we haven't heard of that word negative equity for a long long time maybe in some parts of the country there might be a bit of uh, negative equity but not not certainly in london and the southeast so the banks are a bit, a bit cautious, um, but this financial package might see a bit of easing up. So what happens to that money? It basically buys government bonds. Uh, so uh, it, it's basically lending the money to the government. The government will spend it. it. It would also keep interest rates down and some of that money then uh, will trickle out. Um, and, and because the, the government, so much money is going into government bonds, the rates will come down. So other institutional lenders who invest in government bonds may start to invest in the stock market, which will put money into the economy. So it's a way of trickling down 
money to, to, to people so that jobs are created and investment is it continues and confidence continues. The main thing is to keep confidence in the market that the UK is a strong country, strong economy. And the other banks, the European Central Bank, Japan Central Bank and the Federal Reserve in America are doing similar things. But will it work? Well, we shall have to see. Uh, I, I personally think we're in for a long recession, maybe even a depression. So I'm tightening my belt. I'm not going out spending money like all the lunatics queuing up to, to buy trainers. Um, I, I'm holding my money at the moment. Now, in terms of businesses, it can obviously take, a, you know, starting a business can be quite difficult. I've started several businesses and it, and it took years to, to build a business from scratch and, you know, build it up and get new customers and, you know, then put your money into it and all that. And it, and it took a long time, but it was worth it in the end. But then I've also seen people who go and buy a business, sometimes using none of their own money, using, say, a leverage buyout. And they make more money on that one deal than I'd made in years in, in business. Now, you could be you could learn how to do this. It's a learned skill. And uh, th there's a there's a seminar coming up from one of the most successful uh, persons in, in the market. This is an expert called Bing Bing Chan who can teach you the processes that she's used to buy and sell multi-million pounds worth of businesses uh, using none, you know little or no money up front. There's a there's a it's a seminar called uh, Buy Business Buying Success. It's on June the 23rd at 7 p.m. And it's called buying business buying secrets. You can register for it on on the Facebook page here. If you, if you fancy yourself as a, a a buyer and seller of business or a corporate raider or whatever, uh, have a look at that that webinar because it seems a lot less work than it was for me starting from scratch and and building it up. And you know it, it took a long time. It took a lot of effort. I wouldn't want to even do that again. Okay, so thanks for listening. Have a great evening and bye for now. Thank you for listening to Money Tips. For more tips and information, visit moneytipsdaily.com. The information given in this podcast is for your entertainment and should not be construed as financial advice. As always, take independent financial advice before making any investment decisions. 